The following contest is the final first round match in the Kings of Consoles tournament to determine the greatest game in the history of the Nintendo Entertainment System. Two games enter, only one can advance. Introducing first, the 70th Seed, a 1988 rail shooter from Capcom, Legendary Weems! And its opponent, the 59th Seed, a 1987 Metroidvania from Tecmo, Rygar! Your ringside judges are Ricky Giraldo and Pat Dooley. There's nothing left to say, but round one, fight! Welcome to episode 36 of Kings of Consoles. This is the podcast where we're trying to find the best game for each home video game console by means of giant tournaments. You are joining us for the last episode of round one of our Nintendo Entertainment System tournament. Uh, we have been at this for 36 weeks now, uh, trying to find what will be the final 64 games uh, in our tournament bracket. I'm Pat Dooley. I'm Ricky Geraldo. And today we are taking a look at the number 59 seed, as determined by IGN's list of the 100 best games for the NES, which is Rygar, as it takes on number 70, Legendary Wings. Uh, if you joined us last week, you heard Journey to Silius pull off a pretty major upset, knocking Tetris out of the tournament in round one. Uh, now, was, to be fair, it wasn't the Tetris. <laughs> it's not the... Yeah, exactly. It's, if this was the Game Boy Tetris, that would be an entirely different discussion. Um, yeah, but Journey to Silius, I mean, that's, that's a heck of a game. That's a Metal Storm level pleasant surprise. Yes, it is. Um, Definitely one of the biggest surprises of the tournament. Yeah, absolutely. Really, really loved Journey to Silius. So let's see if we feel the same about either of these. We always start by talking about the underdog, uh, which in this case is Legendary Wings, a 1988 rail shooter from Capcom, a port of their 1986 arcade game originally called The Wings of Ares in Japan. In the distant future, Ares, the Greek god of war, gives the player character the wings of love and courage and sets them off on a quest to defeat an alien supercomputer. If uh, the alien supercomputer sounds familiar, it's because two weeks ago we fought an alien supercomputer in Power Blade. There are just fewer boomerangs this time around. Uh, the player can collect power-ups in the vein of a Gradius, Life Force, Stinger, etc. to improve their weapons, maxing out into transforming into a turtle dove that can shoot powerful wide shots and take more damage. Uh, and one of the playable characters from the arcade version, Michelle Hart, appears as a support character in Marvel vs. Capcom Clash of Superheroes, yeah. as well as as a card in the Card Fighters series, and as a cameo in Project X Zone 2. Wow. <sighs> That's a lot. That was a lot. Good job. I'm proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> um, when we posted, we always post a, a poll on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, asking, just in case Ricky and I disagree on which game should move on, you know, basically we ask for your votes to help break the tie. Uh, when I posted this poll uh, in a group on Facebook, uh, one of the... The, the respondents pointed out that Legendary Wings is a very early example of what is now considered a bullet hell game. 
uh, and that's very accurate. Uh, almost from the start, the screen is just full of enemy projectiles that you're yeah. having to dodge, and it reminded me a lot of Galaga. Like, it, I don't know. Yeah. Even the, like when the when the enemies came down, they kind of had the same pattern as like one of the alien spaceships. It would just. Yeah, I can oh. totally see that. Yeah, there's yeah. definitely a, uh, a Galaga element to it. It's a top-down rail shooter as opposed to like a Gradius or a, a Life Force where it's side-scrolling. So right. that's kind of interesting. Let's them add a little more depth to the backgrounds. Um, but... Uh, but then it changes. It changes gameplay style a little bit. I don't know. Yeah, that's true. There are some. There is some side-scrolling too. Yeah. And, uh, and funny, funny enough, I did not know that we were an angel. Well, oh, I yeah. looked like we were an angel because when you don't really see him, I didn't like. I thought we were like a bird. <laughs> <laughs> and then when we got to those new levels, I was like, "Oh, I'm, I look like an angel." Okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have the the wings of love and courage. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh. By the way, that whole description <laughs> I took from Wikipedia. None of that is outlined in the game. No. Maybe in the instruction it, manual. Um, it, it's funny enough. Both games like start up right away. Uh huh. Like, we'll get But Rygar, you hit start and you're in it. You're just yep. like... <laughs> you're immediately being attacked. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this is another one of those super hard, at least for me. This one was hard. Super was... hard uh, uh, rail shooters. I counted, and I may have missed some, I counted 32 game overs uh, in my hour of playing this. Um, nice. Yeah. I, yeah, I had around the same, to be honest. Yeah, it's, it's, it's one of those, especially early, before I kind of got the hang of, you know, the patterns of stuff. I died a lot in the first probably 10, 15 minutes, and then that, you know that number went down over time but yeah i um there were things i liked about it before i jump right into bashing it um <laughs> i did like that getting hit didn't kill you immediately it just knocked you down a level of weapon so if you had built up to like the third strongest weapon you took a hit you would just drop down to the second then down to the yeah. first and then you would die that it was, was like cool. mario it was like yeah. mario you know yeah, yeah, exactly. Except you could stack things. It would be like if you were playing Mario and you got hit while you had, you know, the ice flower and it just dropped you down to having the firepower and then that yeah. knocked you down to being big and then that knocked you down to uh, death. Um, it had really good music. It's a Capcom game, so, yep. so you know, the music is good. Uh, I didn't care much for the sound design. I thought a lot of the sound effects were really yeah, I especially agree for with the you. weapons. Like when you get to that third gun, the like the it was like a straight laser. It made just a really obnoxious noise. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't care for this one much. We played a lot of Capcom games, um, and I mean, I put it ahead of Mickey Mouse Capade, but I would put a lot of things ahead of Mickey Mouse Capade. But <laughs> it's down toward the bottom for me. Yeah, I didn't find anything that was like revolutionary or yeah. or anything that stands out. I this game, well, once again, I don't want to preview uh, Rygar, but I feel like both of these games were very meh. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, we're not exactly like, ending round one on a high note here. <laughs> we're not, but it looked it did it look pretty, and I do like this the different when you switch from like over the top beef to side scrolling. <laughs> I thought that because I wasn't expecting that, but yeah, other than that, I didn't yeah. find it special. Yeah, and Capcom think... has done way better, more better games, like for sure. Uh, yeah. Meh is a really good way of describing it. I think. Yeah, it's um, just meh. Yeah, it's, it's there. <laughs> it's not bad. It's not good. It's just meh. Yeah. So, so speaking of meh, uh, Rygar is a 1987 <laughs> Metroidvania from Tecmo, our old friends at Tecmo, uh, ported from their 1986 arcade game, which in Japan was originally called Warrior of Argus. The legendary warrior Rygar has risen from the grave and uses his disc armor, which is a shield with a long chain attached to it, to try and save the land of Argul from Lygar, traveling between realms to collect items from Indora gods. In Japan, the hero is referred to as the legendary warrior because both Lygar and Rygar come from the same Japanese characters, and they're both used interchangeably to refer to the villain. Uh, it was remade in 2002 as Rygar the Legendary Adventure, uh, for PlayStation 2, and a port of that was released for Wii in 2009. Oh. Uh, other than that, not a ton of legacy for Rygar. Um, this is one I had played before as a kid. I remember it being meh as a kid, you know, playing it at, you know, whatever, age five or six when this came out. It's fine, you know. It's a, it's a Metroidvania, so there's a lot of you know, doubling back to find stuff and, oh, I can't get past this without that. So I need to go back and figure out where that is. So that's at least kind of interesting. We have, we didn't play a ton of games like that. Um, but, it, you know, as a basically a side-scrolling beat-em-up, we played much better side-scrolling beat-em-ups. Yeah. Um, I, I, go ahead. I was to say the the uh, the disc armor weapon is interesting. Um, it's definitely I'll, I'll take that over Power Blades boomerangs. Yeah, it kind of remind me of uh, Castlevania a little bit. Yeah, yeah. There's definitely there's yeah, definitely strong like moments a, of that. It looked like his whip. Like, yeah, I felt like yeah. That's what I were like. It reminded me of. Um, I don't know, man. When this game started, I was like, this game is super basic. Mm-hmm. Super, and then they did the whole. Uh, oh, well, you, they switched it up on us for a little bit. Where you, they have like the whole map. Yeah, and it's not. It's not side scrolling anymore. It's it like, like uh, overhead, and you're. Over, yeah, yeah, it looks kind of like Zelda. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't ready for that either. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, um, I will say to the game's credit. Um, one, I like that if you got a game over, it put you at the beginning of the level you were on rather than having to start all the way over, like a lot of yeah. the games we played. Um, I thought the creature designs were interesting. They're not, they cool. they're not like great, turtles. but yeah, like the, like the turtle things that you fight in the overhead, uh, levels. Um, uh, yeah, I thought, I thought everything, it was basic, but like it it wasn't like uh, the closest comparison I was making early when I was playing was to Demon Sword, 
how like okay. totally basic that game was and how much like okay jump up this tree and keep jumping and you can jump forever there wasn't so much the jumping forever part in Rygar, but there was a lot of like okay there's not really anything to do so i'm just going to jump up this tree for a little bit and oh hey there's one of the Endora guards telling me i need to find a crossbow cool now i need to go find a crossbow um so in that yeah. element it was a little like uh like wizards and warriors or iron sword in terms of you know finding like a giant character telling you you need something like in uh, iron sword yeah it was kind of like rp rpg ish a little bit like yeah. there wasn't i don't remember there was any power-ups i don't there was like the i mean there's like the crossbow and the grappling hook but yeah but you didn't level up no there wasn't any leveling up system so right. it, i can't yeah. really say it was rpg but it was like i guess it wasn't linear because you could do different things yeah yeah, I mean, it was definitely a Metroidvania, but even, like, in Metroid yeah. Castlevania, you can upgrade your weapons, and this is just, like, you get tools that'll help you traverse parts of the level you couldn't before, like the grappling right. lets you climb up to places you can't get by jumping, um, and the crossbow lets you do, like, the like zipline things. Um, I did notice one of the songs, I feel like it's in level one, like, right at the beginning of the game, one of the songs keeps sounding like it's gonna be Brahms' Lullaby, you know the da 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 da. Like it keeps like it starts like it's gonna be that, and then like the very end of the you know whatever measure changes to something else. But I kept being like, "Is this trying to put me to sleep?" And like, "Oh no, that's just it's <laughs> like six notes that are exactly the same, and then like the last two are different." Like, oh, okay. Well, um, they try, but you know, they right? Could get they could have get the license, so <laughs> right. <laughs> um. I felt like I did make the comparison earlier to Wizards and Warriors and Iron Sword, but those games I remember when we talked about them when we played them. Like the controls on those games were so crisp, yeah. like it felt like you had real control over your character. Here they were a little mushy, a little rough, um, a little not rough. as bad as a lot of games we've played, yeah. um, but definitely for as precise as some of the jumps and things were in this. It probably should have been a little tighter. Um, yeah, I really wonder how back in the day they did that. Like, I don't know. Like some some of these games we play, like the lag with the control and the. Sometimes yeah. I think I, I wonder if it's my emulator, but I, don't know. I wonder that too. But it also seems like because we're playing different emulators and we're we having are the same experience. Same, you're right. So you're unless right. you know. But whoever did the emulating made the same mistake in both versions. That seems really unlikely. Yeah. But it's, I mean, I guess it's possible. It could be. We could be getting the same file, just different, you know, ways yeah. of doing it. But I don't know. We don't know. Um, and by the way, uh, buy your games. Don't do what we do. Buy your, well, I mean, and we talked about this on the show that, yeah. you know, if, I had the option I would be going to my local video game stores and buying right. actual cards of these. And I have a bunch of them on cards. Like I have, you know, Bionic Commando is plugged in to my NES ready to be played this weekend uh, for the, the Twitch stream. And, you know, I've got, you know, Bubble Bobble and Rescue Rangers and a bunch of the games for round two I have cards for. I would play cards if I had them, but I, you know, there's a pandemic going on. I don't feel like going into a store and pawing through used games that however many other people have had their hands on in a state that doesn't believe that there's a global pandemic happening. 
<laughs> that is true. So, you know, one day I'll go out and actually, you know, you know, buy the cart for... If Rygar advances and the pandemic ends before we play Rygar again, or Legendary Wings, whichever one of these games wins, I will go and buy a cart of it if I can. One thing, one thing uh little heads up, Rygar is in the Nintendo Switch. It is on the Nintendo... Uh... That's right, it is. Yeah, on the NES Nintendo system yeah, thing. Yeah, I just so need you, to. I just need so to do viewers, Nintendo online. Yeah, thing. yeah, you just need an online. Yeah, uh, which is like three ninety nine a month, and it's pretty great because you get to play those old games and you can play Rygar and yeah. see if you like it. That's a that's a really good point. I I keep forgetting that I don't have that, so I'd never think to look on there. I just haven't right. <laughs> broken down and spent the three ninety nine a month to actually subscribe to Nintendo. Online. And you just got a Switch. So I did just not, get a Switch yeah. like two and a half months ago. So. Yeah, it's still not like completely right in your system yet. Right, <laughs> like, you and know? I'm still plowing through, you know, the games that I got with the console. So I haven't really been exploring other gaming options on it. Right. Um, still working my way through the whatever the Spirit Quest thing in Smash Brothers is and. In Ultimate yeah. Alliance, right? Ultimate Alliance and Breath of the Wild. Um, so yeah, I've, you know, I've got my hands full with uh, with other Switch stuff, but I sh- I should just drop the four bucks and get on and. Yeah, it's those. worth it, man. It's it's definitely cool. Yeah. Well, let's take a look at our high scores. The winner of this is going to go on. Uh, speaking of Metroidvanias, uh, the winner will be facing Metroid in round two, the number six overall seed. Oh, so that's a God. tough draw for either of these games. <laughs> yeah. That's, I was going to uh, say, well, both of these are eliminated second round. That's a so... really, really, really <laughs> tough draw. But maybe not. Um, so Legendary Wings, I'm going to go ahead and give you the point on this one because you described something I hadn't seen. I had seen in like the Wikipedia article, but I never yeah. made it to any of the side-scrolling. Oh, okay. Really? I made it to the boss at the end of level one, like the dragon that comes out with the, like the griffin statues that shoot at you. Yeah. And I just never beat it. Um, Okay. So, yeah. So So that's one more I made it. Yeah, I had to fight this blue dragon. I don't know if you've seen a blue dragon, Mm -hmm. but yeah, there's this blue dragon that I had to fight. Yeah, but I hate, both of these games were so hard because they don't really have levels. Right. (laughs) So it's like, ah, uh, so yeah, Rygar yeah. is going to be really hard to compare. Um, yeah, Rygar. I don't know how we're going to compare this, but yeah. but I'll take the victory for Legendary Wings because I yeah, did yeah. get pretty far. <laughs> yes, you definitely made it further than I did. Um, so on Rygar, I made it to the best way I could describe it in my notes was like it's a it's a level where it's just a bunch of like floating gray platforms. And there are these birds that have basically like rhino horns that swoop down and attack you. Um, huh. I don't know how f- far that is. I don't know how many levels in it was. I had the grappling hook, so I had done some I, climbing to find stuff. I was still trying to I find did... the stupid crossbow so that I could do the zipline thing. Yeah, so um, you went farther than me because the last thing I did was talk to the the big guy. And he was like, I even wrote what he said. He's uh, He wrote... Last thing I needed was grappling to continue past Lapis. Okay. 
But you didn't so have guessing, the grappling hook to get past I did that. not. Okay. No. So I'm guessing you passed Lapis. <laughs> I, I must have, because I, I did a lot of climbing with the grappling yeah. hook. Once I figured out how to use it, the controls for it were not at all intuitive. I kept trying to like figure out what menu I had to go into before yeah, I finally figured it out. Rygar doesn't tell you anything. Like we were yeah. saying, this game, you push start and you're already there. There's uh-huh. no story. There's no... I mean, I guess there is a story, but they don't really tell you right. unless it's on the manual. But... Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I, I assume the manual was almost a must read for this one because it took me... If you watch the stream, it took me a long time after I got the grappling hook to figure out how to grapple. So, that was annoying. Oh, one other note on Rygar that I forgot to bring up. Remember in Vice Project Doom how weird the animation was for climbing ladders? Yeah. Rygar had a weird climbing animation, too. I don't know if you noticed. It's very, like, there's a lot of wiggle to the climbing animation. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's weird. Um, I, I, you know, thinking about it, I was like, oh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> uh, so I maintain a very narrow lead. Um, we have been keeping track of who's made it farther in every game we've played so far through 36 weeks. Uh, I have made it farther in 31 games to your 29. Uh, and then the rest Ooh. are ties. So it's still really, really close. Um, but hey, I guess I won round one. <laughs> you did, man. Um, so... I guess, do we want to... Let's go ahead and pick a winner, and then we can kind of wrap up round one as a whole. Man, I don't even know. I don't know. I'm going with Rygar, but it's not anything I feel super strongly about. Um, Yeah, I guess Rygar... I think I had a little more fun with it than I did with Legendary Wings, and the yeah. prospect of playing another hour of it is more appealing than another hour of Legendary Wings. But... I'll, I'll, I'll take that as well. I think both games honestly should be eliminated. But yes. in an, in another week, yeah, these would both be gone. Yeah. So, yeah, it's not a ringing endorsement for Rygar, but I do I do think it's. Slightly better. I had a little more fun with it than I did with Legendary Wings. So yeah, all right. So, so Rygar is. Uh, so Rygar, you know, it's just gonna get its butt kicked by Metroid in round two. So it's fine. Or maybe um, not. Maybe we are like, wow, this Metroid game is terrible. It did not age well <laughs> at all. At all. That's possible. Um, what are I mean, we thinking? thought Tetris was going to crush Journey to Silius, and then... That's true. We were proven wrong there. Um, yeah, so this is interesting. We actually went against the uh, the listener feedback, because Legendary Wings actually won our online poll. But... Oh, wow. They, uh, you know, it's our show, so haha. Uh, so, uh, so I pulled some stats before we, before we wrap up, cause you know, I'm a stat guy, uh, hence why we're doing a podcast where we're playing video games in a tournament. Um, so basically I went through and I, I just, I looked at information about all the games we played, uh, and I pulled a list of the biggest upsets in round one, which actually, nice. as it turns out, there were exactly 10 upsets in round one, um, which is pretty good that you know 26 out of 36 higher seeds won which means ign was doing you know something sort of right um 
the narrowest upset was number 71, Chippendale Rescue Rangers beating Mega Man 6, the number 58 oh, seed. Man. Uh, then number 74, A Boy and His Blob, Trouble on Blobolonia, beating number 55, Double Dragon 3, The Sacred Stones. Oh, speaking of A Boy and Blob, sorry, since you brought it up. Yeah. I, I did play the remake of Boy and Blob. Yeah, the Wii version. Yeah, guys, it's a great game. Is it really? It's really good, yeah. Have to check that so out. So right now... It's it's actually at uh if you have a PlayStation Now account mm-hmm. you could stream it and it's pretty good it's I okay. I was impressed with it I was like wow this is yeah we'll have to check that yeah. out yeah definitely um the number eight biggest upset is one that broke my heart when number seventy six <laughs> Battletoads and Double Dragon the Ultimate Team beat number fifty three Tecmo Super Bowl by virtue of a coin toss yeah that uh, last was... week's uh, number 81, Journey to Silius, beating number 48, Tetris, is the seventh biggest upset. Uh, number 84, Mega Man 5, beating number 45, Fester's Quest, which I feel like those seeds should have been swapped, but... Uh, number 85, Load Runner, beat 44, Clax. Number 87, The Guardian Legend, beat number 42, Crystalis. And now we get into the massive upsets... Uh, number three is the number 93 seed Little Samson beating number 36 Faxanadu. Number 95 Mega Man 4 beating number 34 Gradius. And the biggest upset in the tournament so far was number 97 Astyanax beating number 32 Snake Rattle and Roll. Which Snake Rattle and Roll would be one of probably my bottom five games in the tournament yeah, so far. Yeah, I, I can't believe that was like that. right. I don't know how it was number 32. Maybe the graphics. I think it's because the graphics Maybe. were... I guess. I mean, it looked like Donkey Kong. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it was a rare game. It was rare, yeah. yeah. And it, I mean, it definitely. We'll get into it when we get to. Was uh, it next week's episode? Yeah, uh, RC Pro Am had a kind of similar aesthetic yep. to it, but was way better. Um, I also went through and pulled a list of the most represented developers. Uh, just because it felt like, you know, we kept playing Capcom and Konami games. I was like, well, how many of each did we play? Uh, Capcom was far and away the most represented developer. We played 12 of their games in round one. Jeez. Interestingly enough, them. they won six and lost six. Huh. So, including one episode where it was Capcom versus Capcom, so it both won and lost uh, that episode, which was the Rescue Rangers beating Mega Man 6. Um, but... Gargoyles Quest 2, Ghosts and Goblins, uh, Mega Man, Mega Man 4, Mega Man 5, and Section Z? What's the other? What was the sixth win? Chippendale, three Mega Mans, Ghosts and Goblins, Gargoyles Quest. That's the six. There it is. And then it lost uh, Legendary Wings, Little Nemo, Mega Man six mickey mouse capade section z and willow uh nintendo was second most including the rare games as part of nintendo because at that point rare was part of nintendo they hadn't moved on to being a second party like they did in the 16-bit era Uh, so including the rare games nintendo had 10 games represented in round one four wins and six losses so not a great showing for nintendo uh dr mario kung fu Rad Racer and Star Tropics all won. Uh, and then Cobra Triangle, Duck Hunt, Ice Climber, Ice Hockey, 
the original Mario Bros. and Snake Rattle and Roll all lost. Uh, Konami was third with seven games, uh, and they only won three of theirs. So the, it seems like the 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 developers that had a lot of games didn't really do so hot. Yeah, they just release games. <laughs> like, yeah, they're they just, just like they were very prolific. Yeah. Um, Acclaim, Sunsoft, Tecmo, and Taito each had four games represented. Um, the best overall win-loss record actually went to Jaleco, uh, which only had three games, but all three won. Astronaut, Boy and His Blob, and Maniac Mansion. Oh, man. Trade West also went 2-0 and with Battletoads and Battletoads and Double Dragon. Um, so, yeah, that's just... I just thought that was kind of interesting. And then I also pulled uh, what genres we played the most, uh, which, not surprisingly, more than triple any other genre was platformers. Yeah. Of the 72 games that we played, 29 of them were platformers. Uh, Another nine action, eight puzzle, six each of beat-em-ups and -and run-and-gun shooters, five action adventures, um, and then it just, you know, down and down from there. And yeah, so, I mean, we're on to round two. I, I wrote up a big kind of a preview of like what all the matchups are. But honestly, you can just go to our challenge page, challenge.com slash kings of consoles to see all of the upcoming matchups. Uh, the next episode you will hear will be on Thanksgiving when epi- when uh, the 13th seed, the aforementioned RC Pro-Am, takes on the game that won our very first episode, number 52, Adventures of Lolo 3. So, yeah. yeah, an entire round in the books. We're down to 64. We did it. We made it. We we survived we 36 saw, uh, weeks. Man, this bubble has been so... <laughs> yeah. Being in the bubble has been so hard. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it's been a great opportunity to play old games. Uh, but, yeah, definitely... Definitely ready to like actually meet up and play some of these together. That just sounds really fun to me. Um, yeah, I'm but... excited for the second round. I think th- these are the heavy hitters. These oh, are yeah. the games that defy our generation for yeah. sure. So we played through some great stuff in round one, but it's just going to keep getting better as we go. So yeah. I'm I'm really excited to kick off round two next week, which is Thanksgiving. So a an early happy Thanksgiving to you, and we also understand if you don't immediately download and listen to the next episode because you'll probably have other things going on uh, for Thanksgiving. But hey, enjoy the the parade and enjoy the food and enjoy the football. Go Lions! Uh, <laughs> Is there going to be a parade? I don't. Oh, I don't think there's a parade. You're That's right. So weird. Enjoy watching yeah. reruns of old parades. That's I really I weird. Think you're right. They're not doing. Yeah. Let me double check that but there will be no crowds that's oh, interesting but yeah they're still gonna have floats i mean uh let's see so yes it's going virtual for the first time ever department store just announced that the 2020 macy's thanksgiving day parade will be a television only special presentation without the crowds or traditional parade route Although the event will be drastically reduced in size, some of its most iconic elements, including the giant character balloons, spectacular floats, street performances, and an appearance by Santa Claus will still remain. Okay. Wow. So, yes, there will still be a parade. So enjoy what remains of the Macy's Parade 
And hopefully by next year we can get back to not having to socially distance and wear masks and all of that. All that stuff. Because we are recording last week, or two weeks ago's episode was recorded before the election results were in. Now we know that there will be actual scientists working on fixing this. So hopefully, hopefully by the end of round two, hopefully, you know, by July when we wrap up round two, we can actually go out and do things and hopefully we'll go to see, our use man. game stores and buy these games instead of having to uh, emulate them. Uh, yeah. So challenge.com slash Kings of consoles. You can look at the whole bracket there. Uh, we do update it each week with the previous week's results. So you can now see that journey to Silius advanced next week. You will see that Rygar advanced. Uh, we are on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Kings of consoles, but we are going to be taking a break for Thanksgiving so if you are listening to this on release day, which is the 19th, we'll be streaming Friday and Sunday. It'll be Guardian Legend and Bubble Bobble, uh, but then we'll be taking about a week and a half off for Thanksgiving uh, and then coming back for a week and then taking basically a month off for Christmas. So yep. not a lot going on on Twitch.tv slash Kings of Consoles, but you can go ahead and follow us so that when we are back up and running in the new year, uh, you won't miss any of that. Uh, we're on Facebook, facebook.com slash kings of consoles. Follow us on Twitter at kings of consoles. I'm personally at loopy date. And I'm at Ricky GN7. All right. New handle for Ricky as of last week. New week's. handle, yeah. yeah. I like it. Uh, you can email us, kings of consoles pod at gmail.com. And in whatever platform you're using to listen to this, whether it's you know Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, whatever. Rate and review the show. You know, let us know what you think of it. Let us know if there's anything we could be doing better. Let us know if there's anything that you really like and you don't want us to change. Uh, yeah, just reach out. Let us know. We're always happy to, to hear from listeners and viewers of the Twitch channel. And you, in particular, listener. You. Uh, yeah, yeah, you. <laughs> <laughs> you personally. We're talking you, the you. one listening right now. You, you right now. We want to hear from <laughs> you. Uh, yeah, so I think that's all there is other than to say thanks for listening and play old games. Play old games. Round two. Happy Round Thanksgiving. Two. Round two. Fight. <laughs> See you next weekend. <laughs> Later. Kings of Consoles is recorded in Nashville and Orlando and is produced and edited by me, Edwin. Thanks to Captive Portal for our theme song, intro for a non-existent video game, which can be found at freemusicarchive.org. And the music and sound effects from this week's games can be found with a quick Google search. The opinions expressed in this and every episode are our own, and we are in no way sponsored by or affiliated with Nintendo. We're just big fans.